There it is. What up, ladies and gents? Welcome to what's today, James? Wednesday? Wednesday, Wednesday already? What are you grateful Humphrey? for Wednesday? What are you grateful for Wednesday? And I got Joe, not just a regular Joe. I got a super Joe. What does that mean? Not just an average Joe. A we'll super find Joe. out. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yeah. You guys are so slow. I thought you were going to say it faster than yeah. that. You know there what it is? is? We, we usually do do it faster when we used to do our stuff in person. <laughs> But this whole like COVID thing, every everything online has this little natural delay, so it's a little weird. Uh, yep, yep. And natural delay. I got a little bit scared because the audio went silent on me for a second. I was like, "Oh crap!" But <laughs> we're back, and it is time, ladies and gentlemen. It is a beautiful and hot San Diego summer day, and as always, it's about to get even hotter on the Biz Bros Pod. Our guest today is a New Jersey-based serial entrepreneur whose time out. mission. Oh, crank Joe. it. Hit it, Joe. Our guest today is a New Jersey-based serial entrepreneur whose mission in life is to help business owners pursue the lifestyle of their dreams. Having written four books in four years, our guest knows the power of focus, following one course until successful. Our guest has an incredible work ethic, and it is no surprise that he's taken over his family's heavy-duty truck repair shop and is turning it into a franchise. Meanwhile, he's on the airwaves, in your living rooms, and he's got your back via podcast self-produced tv shows and his very own clothing line i for one can't wait to hear about all the exciting things our guest has to offer joining us today from across the coast and from 234 media 234 threads and 234 solutions give it up for the founder of the independent podcast conference and host of the business with super joe pardo podcast joe sorry super joe pardo thank you thank you so much that was that was uh That's a neat trick. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> they make oh. it so much easier to do that now that, that you can draw, you know, drag and drop video in and clips and stuff. Oh, there's That's all awesome. kinds Fantastic. of cool stuff. I didn't even yeah. tell you that in our preview. I was having so much fun with you. Yeah, James can randomly drop any uh, movie clips he likes. He just he'll just randomly hit the button and there you go. Like that's just oh, how it works. It. Joe, I, man, I love it. Love it. Super Joe. Super Joe, you got so much stuff going on. I'm, I'm just gonna. That is a hell of a resume, for real. Yeah, of all the things you got going on, which one tickles your fancy the most right now? Which one's got you know your eye, your your attention? It's got well right now because of COVID, I'm home, right? So I'm not at the shop because of like my son has a reactive airway disease that we found out about back in December, November, um, where we went to the hospital twice and stayed overnight once, which is not great. He's two. Um, so we're pretty much just trying to stay away from people and home as much as possible. And so for right now, my, my real focus is the independent podcast conference, uh, and community. So I have, uh, the icon six event, which is independent podcast conference number six, uh, happening September 12th and 13th. So that's got pretty much my full attention between that and the icon university that i launched about two months ago uh in support of the the conference so that i could work you know from home and uh and actually because like 
the independent podcast conference never really was a business so much as it was like a pet project slash arm of my, like it was like a extension of my business. And I'd get some clients and things out of it uh, on the coaching end. But for the most part, it was just because I love bringing people together and, you know, I just love hosting events. So for me, it just made sense back in 2014 this, to put it together. And we hosted our first one in 2015. So right now that's really got like the, the bulk of my attention um, is, is in the uh, IndiePod universe. So tell me about so about cool. that conference. What's it? What's it like? What is the conference like? Well, I mean, obviously with COVID, it's going to be a little bit different, right? But but what was the initial intention, and what what are we going to be looking at in September? Yeah, because you've been running it for six years, right? Yeah, yeah. This will this will be the sixth of, uh, anniversary event. We we did our fifth. Uh, we did it in Atlantic City. We did it big. Uh, it was a lot of fun. So what it, uh, what it, what the reason I got started with is I've always been involved with different events, whether it's in my family's business, we did, um, a vendor night where we'd have like a thousand people come through a, you know, all these vendor booths and then go to like a free buffet and open bar. So even as like a kid, I was running around, like grabbing the free pens and all the chotskis <laughs> and stuff off the, the table. And then as I got older, I got involved with the event, helping run it and, and producing it. Um, and then I, you know, I was, I'm also a pretty big gamer. So like when I got older, I was doing land parties and we, we, I was part of a, a group of people that did a land party for 512 people here in South Jersey way back in like 2005, which, uh, which was great. And I, you know, I've also into DJing, which you can see my turntables here behind me. So like I was doing raves back in like Oh four, Oh five, Oh six, um, Oh seven. And then you know, so like I always just love putting on events. Like I, I've volunteered at conventions and stuff. So once I got into podcasting, you know, about nine months, eight months into it, I was like, I went to an event down in Florida, and and I was like, you know, I was like, I could do this. Like, I mean, I put you know put all kinds of events together. So you know, I was like, all right, well, let's let's put a Facebook group together. It was originally called the Mid Atlantic Podcast Conference, uh, but it was never about like the people of the mid-Atlantic states because we had members from literally uh, from Nigeria all the way to like up and down the West Coast, East Coast, and everywhere in between. So the first year we had like 40-some people show up. Um, we hosted it at a school gymnasium. It was one track. Everyone got, you know, not everyone got on stage, but most, like maybe like 60% of the people came uh, and, and spoke on stage. And then the following year, we moved from that school gymnasium to a hotel down the street from me. Uh, and, and at that point, we had people from the UK, people from all over the country, and we were up to like 75 people at that point. So, um, so it, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's always about bringing people together, learning and things that I do differently than other conferences. Like you probably maybe have been to other conferences to learn things, right? What I do differently is we put everybody in one room. So there's one track. So people are getting to rub elbows with the, the Dave Jacksons, the Jessica Kufferman's of the world, uh, who, you know, if you're into podcasting, those are really big mm -hmm. names. I mean, they're one of them's hall of famer, uh, Dave Jackson's hall of famer. And uh, so we also feed people too. So uh, don't you get a free, you know, you get lunch. So you not only are you, huge, you know, way. engrossed, right? You're, you're now you're, oh, we're all, we're talking and walking and we're going to go get lunch. And, you know, so when you, you come, you know, we feed you. It's, it's just, it's just one of those things. Like we created a real like family bond where people were finding each other at other conferences, like, and, and like, they're like, oh, my MapCon family. And, 
uh, in two, in last year in September, I announced that we were changing the name. And literally after that, all of a sudden, like our Facebook group had like 425 people in it. It grew like a little bit leading up to each event. And then it would kind of peter off because, you know, I, again, it wasn't a business for me so much as it was like, eh, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I make a few bucks every year. I have, have fun. We, we bring clients in, uh, pretend, you know, pretend, get potential clients out of it. So once the name changed all of a sudden, like now we had like five, six, seven, eight, nine people a day joining the group just organically because they were finding, because we went from mid Atlantic podcast conference to independent podcast conference. It resonated with people It was Mm -hmm. a new logo. Mm -hmm. And some of our old heads that had been there since the beginning were like, I don't know about this name change. I'm, I'm scared. I'm like, look, I promise you things are not changing. We're just changing the name because we literally had people from Australia last year. We had three people come from Australia, plus people from all over the country that came to Atlantic City, which turned out to be much more of a pain in the butt to get there than anything. Because like <laughs> Philly is an hour, over an hour away, so like you'd fly into Philly and then you still have an hour drive to get down to the you know the shore. So I don't know that we'll be going back to Atlantic City, but it was like, hey, it's the fifth anniversary. We're we're, we're doing big things. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a great time. And it was. It was. It was an incredible location down at Ocean. Um, friends with one of the owners there, so that's how I kind of got tied in and and all that. But. You know, but it's, but again, even for me, like I'm used to driving eight miles down the street to the hotel that costs super close. less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause it's outside of Phil. It's just outside of Philadelphia in the airport there versus like down the, down, you know, an hour away. Plus everybody that came from the South had to go up to Philly and then down, uh, people from like DC, Baltimore area. So, so what kind of so, feedback yeah. do you get when, when you have, uh, people come to the conference? Like what, what, what's the best parts that they enjoy? Like they walk out and they're like, dude, this was awesome. This was the best part. What, what is it that you get feedback on that you want more of? So I, you know, for the longest time, I, I, I guess I tried to not live it. Cause I don't like to, to, you know, my name might not, uh, really suggest it, but, but I'm, I try to be modest about it. And what it turned out was, and I was told this for years by a lot of people that were coming to the conference. They're like, Joe, they're coming because of you. Like we're all here because of you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. You're here to learn. You're here to like, get, <laughs> you know, get lunch. We're, we're giving away, you know, microphones. We do these, uh, we do workshops during the event. Like people are coming for that. They're not coming for me. Like they're not, no one's, no one's hoarding my time when I'm there. Like, I'm dead. <laughs> like, like there's like pictures of me literally laying on the ground because I'm just so exhausted by like not even the end of it by like the set you know by middle of the first day I'm already like wiped out because it's a generally a three day event at this point. So um, so you know but but really it's it's to me it's it's about the people right you're bringing in the right kind of people that get it. You know, this isn't um, this conference. While it's it's ta- it's really ta- uh, tailored towards the entrepreneurial type of podcaster who wants more, right? Mm-hmm. They might not have the money coming in from their podcast, but they are want like they want more. They they want to be able to get paid for what they do. They want to get paid for bringing people on their show and scheduling them and putting together, you know, the show notes and the thumbnails and having the sponsors and having you know creating products, but. But some of them just haven't figured out, like, you know, 
how that's all going to happen for them just yet because they haven't maybe targeted our market enough or, or they're honing their message enough or become mm -hmm. polarizing enough in one direction or the other to make people, you know, have the needle move on them where it says, instead of saying, I don't know if I like this or I don't know if I understand what it is, they say no, or they say yes, at least then you're getting answers, right? You're not getting, I don't know. I don't know what this is really about. And <laughs> so, um, you know, so so I, to me, it it's really it's really about the people. So the most we've had in the room is about 110 people, and like I said, I I and I, so this past year I gave the first ever talk that I had, I've never given a talk at any of my my conferences. Um, I host them, but I'm also vlogging during them. <laughs> so like I'll be up in the front of the room. I have my where's my camera at? Like you got um, your nice little gimbal. Yeah. Well, no, not a. Not a gimbal, but my, my rig is, is small and compact. And <laughs> nice. So, like, I'm in the front of the room. I'm vlogging. I'm hosting. I'm running the tech. I'm running the audio, the, the PowerPoint, getting the slideshow and everything like that. And everyone's like, oh, you need, some help. you need more help. You need more help. And I'm like, yeah, it probably would be nice to get a little more help. But <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. I'm not, you know. But now I, now I have a team, right? So I got up in front of the room uh, and gave a talk, which, I again, I never spoke at any of my conferences other than hosting and introducing the next people as they come up. And, uh, and part of that's cause I'm tired, <laughs> you know, yeah, by fair. day two, I'm just fair. like, I'm, I'm totally wiped. So, and, and I usually do a course in the, in the beginning before the, before the conference starts, I usually run a, a private course about monetizing your podcast. So like between that and everything else going on, usually dead. So I don't want to speak It's bad enough. I got to keep getting up in front of the room and hosting <laughs> it. And I love doing it. And, and that's why I will continue to keep doing that. Um, but yeah, so, so I, I, I think it's, it's, it's the people, people say it's cause of me. I, I say it's cause the people I, I I'm not really, uh, besides that, I'm not really sure. <laughs> All right. Well, well, let me ask you this. There's, there's a lot of people who've gotten into the podcast space, especially now that COVID is hit right now. There's mm -hmm. swarms of people. They got how, uh, you know, a good idea of how to stand behind the, the camera, at least, you know, to do zoom calls. Maybe they got some microphone stuff. You try to go on Amazon and get mics and stuff like that. Like they're, they're sold out. They're backlogged. So many people getting into this space. Um, and they find really quickly that they're overwhelmed with, everything that goes into putting a podcast. It's not just turning on the mic and recording. There is, like you mentioned, there is show notes and there are thumbnails and there are posting and there are, you know, engagement on social media, like all kinds of stuff. It really does consume a lot of time. Mm -hmm. What are you telling people who have not monetized, who have not been able to make uh, the money or have not been able to build their audiences? How do you either help them cope with the fact that, hey, you're working towards something or, bro, this is probably not for you? Like, what, what, what are you gauging people on? How are you advising them? The number one thing you can do is put in the reps, right? You got to get in front of the mic. You got to get in front of the camera and you got to keep doing it. Right. So even if, um, even if you don't quite know what your niche is or where you fit into the world, you, you're never going to get anywhere if you're not actually, you know, doing the thing. You can watch all the videos you want. You could you know, join the icon university, you can watch like the 150 hours there. But like, at the end of the day, if you're not putting in the reps, you're not going to get anywhere. So the first question you got to ask yourself is how do I get good? And that's, that's the number one thing you can do is do the put in the reps, put in the time. 
Um, you know, like I, I've been podcasting since 2014, but before that, I've been creating content since 97 as a as a 10 year old kid. You know, making cheat code websites for you know, or like you know, for video games and stuff. So for, for me, like creating content, it's just an extension of what I already did. But I'll tell you, I wasn't that comfortable on the mic prior to to doing getting on in in this journey. Um, you sound was, like a natural. Oh, well, thank you. It's, it's taken a lot of hours <laughs> to get there. It's taken a lot of hours to get there. You know, to, to, like I had given, you know, some talks before and stuff. But for me, like I knew when I, when I wanted to start, the goal was to do the podcast, write books, talk, and coach, right? And, and in coaching being an extension or a membership site being or a group or whatever, being an extension of the coaching part of it. Um, though my original intention was – not actually in business because I didn't know what I really wanted to do. Right. I left a hundred million dollar, my family's hundred million dollar company. And I, I, I don't have a degree. Like I, didn't, I really didn't know what I was, I was going to do. I started to go back to school because I was like, well, I should probably get like a degree or something. I, you know, I, I have, I'm like 27 at this point. So like, I need to have some kind of um, way of getting a job. Yeah. Like I have a yeah. house with you know, cars. Like I got, I got a wife. She, fortunately she's a teacher. So, it, you know, I had some, some money, but like I wasn't making Sounds that, kind, you know, it wasn't that kind of money, you know, that I was making, uh, prior, you know, with it. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, when you're, when you're just getting started, like I said, you really gotta be focused on putting in the reps, getting consistent with it, figuring out what consistency looks like to you. In fact, I just talked about that, uh, back on Monday on a mot motivational Monday on the Indie pod daily show was, it, you know, c creating a consistent pattern and you're not going to be perfect, right? Like I always say like, you can, cr you can uh, bend the rules, you can break the rules, but there's gotta be rules. So you got to set those rules for yourself so that mm. you have a, like at least a baseline of understanding of where, you know, what's acceptable, you know, are you going to go daily? That's great. Like when I started, I was one day a week. And then literally the second week into podcasting, I was like, well, I have this backlog of like 25 episodes already because I'm literally interviewing as many people that I know that on, on, this, on these topics. And so I was like, well, the second week, let's go three days a week. So I was like, eh, let's do it. And then um, about a month in or so, I was like, eh, what's two more episodes? Let's go five days a week, uh, which, you know, I, I think a lot of people get wrapped up in the the editing part too when yeah. really you should be more focused on like getting in the reps and getting the marketing out there and putting it out there because mm -hmm. if you're to me if you're worried about editing then you're worrying about the wrong thing people and i i believe this like the like through and through like i wish i could get all those hours back because now six years later not that those episodes don't matter because those episodes are still getting found um on google and stuff but in the grand scheme of things, it's not going to make a difference. It doesn't, right? <laughs> you, you know, know totally. you're going to spend two hours editing an episode that like three years from now isn't going to move the needle one way or the not other. At you've all. already moved not on. You've gotten better. You've gotten better guests. You've got guests who know how to talk on the mic. <laughs> you got so much more than you're starting with. So, you know, editing, editing can be good. It depends on what kind of show you're going to put together. If you're going to put something where it's like, hey, I got to take that, that crazy clip and I'm going to put it in the front. I would say if you're if you've never done this before, don't even worry about that. Just get started doing, you know, either interviews or putting the, the, the topics together and getting the foundation of you talking on the mic out together. Yeah. Once you get that, then you can start to worry about like, oh, how do we like I 
leading up to our first kid, uh, my wife and I did a show called Birth, and it was it was an audio documentary where her and I would sit down and we would talk and have a conversation every single week leading up to having our first child. And we would have conversations with like our parents and, and relatives and stuff, friends, and we would record those conversations and then we would intersperse that into the episode. And it was cool. Like it really, it, I mean, it's a keepsake for, for, for whatever, you know, Forever. what it's yeah. worth. Right. Yeah. And that's, that to me is worth like a, a One ton. One of the things you love about the podcasting. Yeah, exactly. But it took a bunch of work to do all that. And that's <laughs> a different level of editing than mm -hmm. like, oh, I got to take out all the ums because if, if I record a 60 minute episode and I take out the ums, there's like a minute and a half that I could save time on somebody. It's like, well, if you're opening up to a bunch of crickets anyway, what difference <laughs> do you not care about whether or not you're saving that minute the sound and a half? Board. And it took you like three hours to make all that sound probably pretty robotic, especially if you're not good at editing. What the, totally. you know, Where's that going to move the needle? Because you know what? So, Your guest ain't going to share it anymore. No. Because of and, that. And here's the funny thing, like, you know, when, when you talk about it, spending all that time, that's one of the reasons why we started using StreamYard because all those things, like I was worried about, okay, how do I add the intro? How do I add the outro? Even adding in those mm -hmm. things in, it still takes time to edit. Well, I think we that was in your Instagram story today. Yeah. And, and so now when we, when we start the show, literally the intro is already in there. The outro is going to be in, in there. It's already done. If we wanted to add any segments, James can randomly drop in movie clips whenever he wants, you know, sound effects, all that stuff, backgrounds, like it's, it's live editing. And it's, is it the best? Is it a hundred percent like spot on every single time? No. I mean, we go, we stutter at our own business bros at the beginning, but it doesn't matter. Like you said, you get your stuff in, you get your stuff done. So let me ask you about those live. reps. Right, it's all day, about like, the reps. Yep. I mean, we're you're literally episode 545, so we've been doing this for quite some time, uh, and getting getting ding ding. That's awesome. <laughs> right. Congratulations, guys. Thank you. Thanks, we're about awesome. to launch, man. I want to know about that soundboard that you got going on, though. I'm, I'm gonna have to talk we to can, you. We can talk about it afterwards. I got yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I, I was gonna ask you though. We're we're about to launch uh, a new show called the Carrier Experience. It's gonna be <laughs> launching on September first. Um, very very much uh, taking what we've learned from podcasting and on the Business Bros and and focusing and niching down in the insurance space. Uh, okay. And and when we when we attempt to to start some of our marketing campaigns, what do you think would be some good suggestions to? Uh, I mean, we got some strategies that we're gonna put in, but I'm wondering, you know, what do you think would be some good strategies to get? Uh, listeners to come over to get uh, the attention of, of the sponsors that we're looking for. Um, and just let me give you a heads up while you think about that. We're, yeah. we're in the insurance space. So we're going to be interviewing insurance agents and it's going to be twofold. One fold is to obviously learn from their, uh, you know, what they're doing well, what they're, what they're working on, what stuff's going on. Uh, and second, I mean, we hope to get these people on our database so we can eventually, you know, reach out and say, hey, do you want to be part of our insurance agency? Look, we do some cool stuff. We give you content for your, for your marketing aspects. We have connections with these types of carriers. We have all these cool things that we're offering you. You know, wouldn't it be cool if you joined our team? Uh, so that's kind of the intent behind it. Wow. Okay. So number one, uh, is this in a specific space? Because, like, don't you have to be licensed for insurance in certain We own an insurance agency, yeah, in California. Okay. Oh, yeah. so you're specifically targeting insurance agents to be on the show that are in California. Mm -hmm. Yep. Cool. And and all this is just a ruse to get to hire the best. So basically, they're interviewing for their job. 
We're, we're, you know what it is? It's like if your job is to they recruit. They don't know it yet. <laughs> yeah, they don't know it yet, right? Our job right, is to right. recruit agents. And so mm-hmm. how do you do that? You get in front of them and you tell them what it is you do and what you offer. So I could pick up the phone. I could you know, knock on some doors. I can send some emails. Or I can invite them to be on my podcast and you know, get to know who they are and decide if they, they're the ones that want to come over. Who, who is the, the show? Like who are the, who's the listeners for the show? Other agents to get better at being agents? Right. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I, I think that that uh, I, I didn't know you were going to I didn't think you were going to go in the direction you did. We're like, we're going to poach people through a podcast. I think that, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'll give you some things for that because that is that is great. No, I, I, you know what? That speaks to the volumes, to the idea that, uh, you know, one of the best reasons to start a podcast and one of the reasons that I felt it was so important for me to start a podcast, especially called Dreamers Podcast at a time when I didn't know what I wanted to do. The goal was to talk to people who did know what they were doing because they were doing mm. awesome things. And nice, I yeah. knew that I would be inspired myself. And, 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 and in, in a way, I was inspiring other people. But I, was, I knew I was inspiring myself to kind of figure out what the heck exactly I wanted to niche, where I wanted to be. Um, secretly like that's another that's another caveat to this whole thing is i know that there's agents out there doing things better than i am let me learn from them you know and bring that and bring that same value to all of our listeners i love that i love that um yeah i i think well because it's great that you have your you know agents in california it makes it pretty easy for you to like hit them up with like either some facebook ads uh to you know to get it in Mm -hmm, front of those mm -hmm. specific people uh linkedin yeah well yeah linkedin um so yeah i i think i I mean that's it sounds like you have a pretty well-defined person who's going to be listening to this thing i i I think you'll you'll do well as long as you know you you hit up those people that are specific and i love what you're trying to do is and and use it to basically interview them except they don't know they're being interviewed right i mean (laughs) look when i pitch people about starting a podcast yeah right yeah it's a secret well it's a secret that i tell all the time when i talk to people about starting a podcast i tell them look this is the number one prospecting tool I have ever come across. There's, you yeah. know, if I try to get somebody on a sales call, they, they don't give me five minutes. But if I invite them to be a guest on my podcast, they'll give me 45 minutes. And, and you know, regardless of yeah. how you how you pitch it, if you're in the sales business, if you're an entrepreneur, you're 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 trying to build relationships with people mm-hmm. because if they know, like, and trust you, they might do business yep. with you or refer you business. And that's really what it comes down to. So I'm like, look, you're going to start a podcast or like, there's so many, it's so saturated. Yeah, but how many of those people know you, right? And how many of those people have you connected with? And and does it matter if you know you have a million downloads or not? No, because no. you're talking to somebody new every single day. You're establishing the relationships that you need to build your business, and that is the key, right? To me, that's yep. the the huge part of podcasting. Now, if you get good at your content, if you get good at delivering some something that's educational or entertaining, um, then then your your reach expands beyond the person that you're talking to. And what's that? That's an extra bonus, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. No, what um, what kind of insurance specifically is it in? Uh, all your stuff. So your home, your business, and your auto. Okay, okay. Oh, cool. All right. I wasn't sure if it was like life insurance or not so much focusing on other. Life you know, pig insurance. Although I mean, there's nothing pigs, nothing know. against <laughs> life insurance. It's like we definitely can. Uh, add that in there. I don't, you know, but uh, our agency is primarily the stuff. 
Yeah, so. restoring the stuff. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Well, because the stuff also gives you some kind of collateral too, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, you, the you stuff know. is is the stuff that's required by law or by banks or by landlords that, or whatever. That's yep. That's a good way to cash in next. They have to have it. <laughs> <laughs> right, like that DJ equipment sitting behind you. Yeah, right? you got to make sure it's protected when you're taking it around places. It, yeah, right. exactly. Yep. No, I, no, that, no, that's uh, that's a good point, but um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I think uh, I I mean I think you got I think you're on the right path as far as hitting up the right the right specific people and and with the right reasoning uh, that that will ultimately help. I think. Um, well, let me let me shift it a little bit. So right product to the right person at the right. That's the trick. Yeah, that's the trick, I mean, right? Definitely. Let me let me flip it a little bit. We're five hundred and forty-five episodes. Thank you. I'm trying, <laughs> right? So so we're five hundred and forty-five episodes in. Right. We're 545 episodes in. Uh, If we wanted to make a shift, what would you advise? Is it a good thing to make a shift? Like maybe, you know, we're called the business bros, but maybe we shift over into, you know, business therapy or something. Or maybe we shift into specifically real estate or maybe we shift. Like, is it is it ever a good time in your brand uh, to make a drastic change in your show when you've already rebrand to rebrand? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, so here's the thing. We're, we like contrary to popular belief, we are not Disney and, or, or, or like Coca-Cola or anything like that. Right. But even those companies, those brands, they make changes too. Right. And they don't always hit a home run. I mean, I, I'm a huge Disney fan and you know, if you, you could, you couldn't count on hands, fingers and toes, how many attractions that they've opened, you know, had grand opening, grand closing within 18 months, you know, and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, 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 and seriously, like, so they try things, they make mistakes. Like, I, you know, I, I, I've rebranded my show several times, right? It went from the dreamers podcast, the dreamers, uh, dreamers podcast, business lessons from those that live their dreams to, uh, to business with super Joe Pardo, because the, I won the business, uh, podcast award of 20, 17, 27? I think it was 2017. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, when you win 20... so many awards, you, you get I missed that in your intro. Happened. I'm sorry. No worries. No worries. Um, you know, when you, when you, uh, then, and then two years into it, I was like, you know, I, I kind of feel like I want to go back to the Dreamers Podcast. I've rebranded back to Dreamers Podcast and ultimately I've landed on uh, super, you know, the Super Joe Pardo show, and and the show's actually done better since then. But I think a part of that is because the the branding and the messaging all kind of were in are, are now in sync versus mm-hmm. before it was maybe a little bit muddled. And it was the people that were listening weren't necessarily the people that I was trying to create content for, mm-hmm. and it didn't. And because the messaging it wasn't to get people to listen wasn't perfect to get them there, they didn't. It didn't have that that impact. Uh, when I made that shift to, to business with Super Joe Pardo, which kind of a shame because it was like two years of creating a lot of content uh, for business people, but it just didn't have it didn't have the resonate, uh, you know, it didn't resonate with the people that were listening. So have broad, you sent do you think, out? Do you think it was like the the content was maybe? I mean, we talked a little bit about that earlier, being polarizing, right? Deciding you're on one side of the line or the other. Uh, and I think I think when you're first getting started in this whole podcast space, you're worried, right? Do I cuss? Do I not cuss? Do I, you know, talk politics? Advisor, do I not talk do politics? Not, right? uh, do not curse <laughs> because, <laughs> because it, it, it locks you out of countries. You know, mm. that there's countries that mm. just will not allow you. Like, in, I think India is one of them. Like, you, your your show just will not. And not that like I expect you guys to be huge in it. Yeah, you know, oh, we're huge in India, but like <laughs> it, it, it just it, it limits the it, it limits you, right? That's a and billion it, people. Why would you limit yourself? 
from reaching an audience of a billion people. Right. The potential for that. Right. And it's, it's so it's not that you necessarily are or will or possibly ever be big in India, but don't limit yourself in that in that situation. I would also say that the only way that I would say cursing makes a lot of sense is if you're the person that you, the, the, the person you're specifically talking to like like the uh the audience you know person that you your avatar mm-hmm. uh if they curse a lot then then that's the only way that i would say okay maybe it makes sense right because i'm only going to talk to that person but but even then it's still limiting because like i like i'm not going to listen to it because if i'm in the car with my kid like that's there's no now, way yeah there's yeah. no way i'm going to listen to it now like that that just that sucks so so basically if it was a podcast for the navy we'd be all right <laughs> but, but, I mean, but it had to be active active navy but even then like if they have kids and they're driving the kid to wherever like you're, they're not going to listen to it then right potentially right. so it, it, you know but so it's it, it's up to you you just have to know and understand and weigh the risks of what you're what you're going to go what hill you're going to go die on right and if mm-hmm. cursing is the hill you're going to die on then more power to you. Uh, please do. I mean, I curse a lot outside of podcasting and live streaming and stuff. <laughs> when I, your kids I, are I, not I'm present. Never... Well, that's the thing is I don't because of where I'm at, like this door behind me is is the door to the laundry room. So like they open the door all the time, but I had these headphones on. And I can't really hear. So, <laughs> so like I'll be playing a game or, 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 or talking to somebody and I'll start cursing and and I don't know that they're there. Ooh. So it's I, I got to start getting in that habit of not. That reminds me, you uh, talked earlier about LAN parties, right? Back yeah, in like yeah. 2005. What game were you playing? I, I'm uh, curious. I forgot uh, to even ask that. Uh, Tell me you were playing Halo. Tell me you were playing uh, Halo. No, God, no. Because that, that, uh, that was Xbox. Uh, I mean, I know it came on PC, but no, it, it, it's, oh, all about, okay, okay. it's all about PC. Quake 3 and Unreal Tournament. Oh, uh, okay. There Quake 3. Unreal yeah. Tournament was Quake dope. Three's the, Quake 3 is the game. We, we were really competitive. We went to QuakeCom uh, in 2004 um it, that was it was me and my my crew like that was it was fun so Good time so my kids are really into the Fortnite thing right now uh you know this one season's mm-hmm. coming in another one's coming yeah. uh and i saw that halo was coming back so i told my kid i was like hey man it looks like halo one. <laughs> yeah yeah it looks like halo one right i was like hey man let's let's uh let's get an xbox series x and uh let's, let's play some halo when it comes out now i got delayed to 2021 but i told my son i was like look if halo comes out I might dedicate a few hours to uh, play some online gaming, but I will be streaming it. <laughs> like, so, he's like, really? So, <laughs> well, you can you know, so I was streaming games for a little while there until I was, I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, Dr. Dr. Tyson Franklin down in Australia. And, you know, we, we had this long talk. He, cause he, like, if you, if you go and watch my, my pilot episode of the TV show, I'm not wearing a button down shirt as I'm wearing a button down shirt right now. Right. Um, and it's a big thing because nine times out of 10, you'll see me in a gray V neck. Um, and that's what I wear all the time. So he, you know, he beat me up like a year ago and was like, Joe, you gotta wear a button up shirt. I was like, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be that guy. And he's mm. like, Joe, you got to. And now I'm going back and I'm rewatching it. And I'm like, you know, I, I, I really wish I was wearing the button up shirt when I, when I did it, because at the time I was like, no, I'm sticking to my guns. I'm super Joe Pardo. And this is how I dress. And when I come to your business and help you with your business, this is how I'm going to be dressed because guess what? We cleaned out a whole garage in that episode. So mm. I'm not going to do that in a button up shirt. <laughs> exactly. uh, though, 
though maybe I should have because it probably would have made for a little more entertainment, I guess. But um, the point being is, is he was like, you know, Joe, I see you playing video games and you're streaming them to your Facebook and to this. You have uh, I have like a gaming channel called like Games of Super Joe Pardo, and and he's like, you know, from a from a branding standpoint, he's like, it doesn't work. He's like, it doesn't work. He's like, it's polarizing in the sense that he's like, I hate video games. He's like, I love you, but I hate video games. And it turns me off that every time I see you streaming them, because he's like, what? Like, I get you play them. He's like, that's fine. That's not the problem. The problem is, is when people go to search up Super Joe Pardo, what are they going to find? Mm. Are they going to find you playing with video games? Mm. Yeah, that, that sounds like the guy I want to hire to help me with my business. well yeah but there are guys out there that want to play games he's like yeah but he's like how many of those are actually guys that have money that want to work with you not very many no but they might because of that like it's the same reason why i don't play video games right now right it's because i don't have the time i don't make the time to to play the game i i I make some time even with two kids and and a wife like i I still make some time a couple hours a week two three hours a week to, to be able to play with some of my friends because you, you mm-hmm. got to have some kind of release and between running meditation and and doing all the other things like you got to make some time to, to just unwind and shoot some things i, I definitely I make Fortnite, time I, but yeah i definitely make time to unwind though. yeah but it just hasn't been video games see what, what you don't know about me is i owned a game truck for like five years so i, oh, I awesome, like man. literally would do kid birthday parties roll we work up on and, those yeah the, the, we work on the generators at the shop Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so ours was a, a rolling video games truck nice. way back when. And uh, and so, literally, I got paid. Like, if, if I went to a party and I played video games and beat the crap out of kids, like, in first-person shooters, <laughs> I got a bigger tip than if I just sat there and let the kids play. Like, it was ridiculous. So, you know, I spent well, a like, lot of years like playing DJ, video. right? You got to bring the party. You, you have get to, out. right? Sometimes you got to get out on the dance floor and you got to dance and get the party started. <laughs> yeah. Playing the music isn't always enough. Sometimes it is, but not all the time. Yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. Man, Joe, I've had, I had some fun with you, brother. Like, I knew so it. The moment, the moment you jumped on the mic and threw on your own theme music, hit the music again. Hit the theme music. That was awesome. <laughs> I knew I this was going to be an epic episode. It, it, it is. <laughs> it is. But so, so, yeah. So think about that branding before you go and you go streaming because it's, you know, if, if you saw the game truck, it makes sense, right? It, it yeah. matches the brand. Yes. Um, and, and yeah, so I, I think so. And I've given a, like a lot more thought to that creating videos and then thinking back like I'm watching even some of my old videos like from 2016, 17, where like I'm talking about business, but I'm like in a T-shirt in my in my studio. Right. And, and I'm just like, you know, at the time, like it was a hill I was willing to die on. But now I'm looking back at it and I'm like, this doesn't feel like it has the right context. Um, back in 2017, I think, or 2018, I think it was 2017, I actually went and did 100 um, vlog episodes in a row. So a daily vlog where I would bring a business lesson out of wherever I was, whatever I was doing. Like I'm at the aquarium. I found something to talk about business related, shot a vlog, uploaded it the next day. But the problem is, is when you take it out of context, it doesn't make a lot of sense, right? Like it makes sense if you found if you find it on YouTube and you're like, oh, I'm gonna watch this one. Oh, yeah, another one, and another one, and another one. I'm getting all these cool business lessons, but like as a random share on LinkedIn, like Didn't oh, help. like you know, it doesn't, it just doesn't fit. Like I would be dri- like, oh, I'm driving my car, I have my my phone set up, so I'm recording video, uh, and I'm just t- like talking until I get to my destination. And I chop that video up. It just doesn't. It doesn't necessarily, you know, have that. It's got. It's only. It doesn't have enough context around it to explain 
what I'm what I'm doing and why. And I think that's, you know, when you talk about, you know, branding and thinking about whether or not you should go changing whether, you know, your show to me, what I would do is I would send out, uh, and I'm, I'm assuming you have an email list, right? Yes. Right. So, and it doesn't have to be thousands. Like whoever thinks like, oh, I, I have an email list and it has 10 people on it. Like, well, that's 10 more that's than an zero. an email so, list. Yeah. Right. That, that <laughs> is a list. more than one is a list. <laughs> yes, exa exactly. Exactly. So, um, what I would do is I would just put out a, uh, a questionnaire and ask some some like three questions right that will get you to where you want to be at, like get that answer whether you should rebrand or not look i, I rebranded middle lane podcast conference and literally it started growing organically and it's still i mean we're over 1850 members now uh, that was september wow. so it's been almost a year but we have grown uh, i don't know how many fold that is four times i don't know eight or four times Four is sixteen. Math so. teacher. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was yeah, a lot. Who's the math it was teacher? a lot. It was a lot. It, it grew an awful lot in one year. <laughs> um, so you know, just just changing the name, changing some of the stuff that is written, like can make all the world a difference. And and honestly, I would have never ever believed it um, if it didn't if it didn't happen to me. So I, you know, and I'm, I'm, and I'm grateful. And, you know, uh, going back to that story, like me speaking at the event, like I told them at the end of that event or the end of my talk, like, Hey, I'm changing the name. And if you, if you allow me, I would like to take this more serious throughout the year versus like, like two months prior to the event and then the event and then kind of, you know, maybe a month later, that's, that's it for a while. Because that's where those books were written was right after that event in September. So I would host the event in September, pretty much, you know, get all the 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 stuff done afterwards, the the virtual tickets and stuff, and then go dormant as I'm writing my next book and spend mm. you know September till December writing the next book. Then January pops up. Then okay, now we're gonna start getting some getting some things going here and there each month, leading up to the the September event. So now, been taking it serious for uh, pretty much the last year, a lot more serious since March when COVID hit. Um, we started doing virtual conferences, and and going back to you asked the question earlier, like how is this event in, uh, on the 12th and 13th going to be different? Well, we did free a virtual. We did nine virtual events since March 29th was the first one, and we every two weeks we did another event, another event, another event, and it grew our it exponentially grew our group. Um, and uh, this event is different. So those events were used with StreamYard, which is what we're recording with right now, where we would have the, you know, the speakers come in and out, and I was hosting the whole thing, running the whole thing, throwing the comments up on the screen, all that. This event is going to be hosted in Zoom. It's a face -to so it's a face-to-face -face event. So mm. everybody, like, just like we are when we get together in, uh, <clears throat> you know, in, in a room, in, in the in-person events, we'll be all together in the Zoom event. It's an 80s theme, so we'll have 80s trivia, <laughs> nice. 80s attire. Uh, 80s hair know, bandanas. 80s hair, exactly. <laughs> so it's going to be, you know, I wanted to add something different because I've, I've heard the cries, right? If I had to do another Zoom call, I'm going to, you know, throw my computer oh, through man. the window. And it's like. They're all Cholo 1980s. <laughs> Cholo exactly, gangster. So, exactly. So Men like, oh, yeah, glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so like we could we could do this and have a lot of fun with it um and then thanks to zoom like we could break out into our workshops like into little groups and things of that nature so it'll basically be running as if we were all together just not together uh you know 
physically, unfortunately. I was going to do an event in my backyard. So the original idea, once I canceled the event, I was like, you know what? Let's do, let's do a backyard event. I'll rent a tent. It'll be big. We'll only we'll limit tickets to 50 people because we could totally host 50 people. I could get porta potties, um, and we can get hand sanitizers and masks and all that stuff. And but as time went on, um, you know, and we were going to live stream it too, so you could buy the live stream ticket, watch online, or you know, if you feel comfortable, come. But as this whole COVID thing has devolved into a, a catastrophe, really. <laughs> uh, you know, it, I'm just like, well, you know, in Jersey here, we our restaurants are open, but they're only open outside. So, like, uh, tents are getting hard to find because everybody's running the mm-hmm. tents up, you know, as much mm-hmm. as they possibly can. I'm like, I don't really want to take a tent away from, a uh, like, a restaurant that might need it uh, or, or pay exuberant prices for that tent when we're only going to have, like, 50 people here. So, and then... Then I was talking to my my business coach, uh, and I was like, you know, what do you think? And she's like, Joe, she's like, I don't think you should do this. <laughs> she's like, here's why. <laughs> because you don't have a team with you. Like, it'll just be you, and you'll be running the tech, hosting it, th- taking care of the people that are actually paid to be there, taking care of the people online so they feel like they're a part of this event that they're not at, and, and you're going to be doing pretty much all that by yourself she's like, Joe, I, I wouldn't Don't do that. I, I, would, I wouldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. It's yeah. not really feasible. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, when you put it that way and, and then I, I do you know how much it costs to rent a porta potty? <laughs> I have no <laughs> the idea. Nice, the nice, so, so I, I was, so I called up this, a couple of different places and one place was like, Oh yeah, well we, we only have a uh, eight stall one. So it's, it's four, four men's four four women's and it's like a trailer that they roll up and it would have been like $4,000 for Holy a crap. day, <laughs> a day. And I'm like, Damn. Nope. That should be like a week. What are you? Damn. Like, that's it's crazy. more expensive that's... than toilet paper. Holy crap. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you tell me. You're so. like, 50 people? I got a restroom right in my house. <laughs> well, the whole idea was to keep people out of the house. Yeah, that was yeah, like, no, like we say socially. Just, yeah, that, but that was, the, that was kind of my thought was like, yeah, I do have a bathroom downstairs. Like, we could probably get away with this and then just sanitize the crap out of everything. But. Uh, you know, I, so so I was like, I started adding it all up, and I'm just like, this just isn't going to make sense because we can't sell enough tickets. And we had a handful of people that are like, I'm coming. <laughs> like, you're you're ha- you having it? They're your I'm VIPs. Coming. They're going uh, yeah, anytime. And I'm like, that's awesome. But like, we I can't charge enough to to cover enough of those costs. And then, you know, it's an outdoor event. So like, what mm. if it rains? And then, mm. you know, what if we only got ten people? Okay, that's fine, except for the fact that now we pay for this expensive tent, <laughs> the por- a porta potty, <laughs> or we don't get a porta potty. Cool, but like, it, it just it just wasn't going to make sense. I was like, the let struggle me put my focus is real. Yeah, in virtual, right? And and now so we're doing it in Zoom. Um, we're gonna do the eighties eighties themed uh, event. So it's go- it's gonna be different and fun. So I'm looking forward to it. And we can get information at Super Joe Prado. Uh, Pardo.com, uh, right? We, uh, well, not really. Go to IndiePodcasters.com. IndiePodcasters.com. I-N-D-I-E. Yeah. I'll throw, I'll throw it in the, the chat over here. Sweet. Yeah. Well, so, Joe, um, man. Yeah. Dude, it's been a – like I said, man, it's been a hell of a ride. Like normally we go 30 minutes, but I'm telling you, you got so much stuff, man. You got so it's much energy. I always tell I, look, I always tell podcasts, it's your show, right? If it takes you can do whatever you do want. It, do it. Yeah, do it longer. Yeah. Do it longer. Like, I tell people the no same thing. There's no such thing as too long. Just 
boring, right? If it's not, if it gets mm. to the point where it's boring, then that's that's when you hit the too long mark, right? But that's <laughs> and, that, and most people don't don't get that. They're like, it's, it's got to be twenty minutes. It's twenty minutes because I the, I read somewhere that that's how long the average drive time is on people. Well, right now there is no average drive time because <laughs> like only so less than a third of the country is going. What, anywhere. what about and, the people who like clean their house or maybe go on a jog or you know like <laughs> your show could be yeah. playing at a bunch of different things and, yes. and it doesn't really matter when people like your show. They're gonna listen to your show when they like what you're talking about. They're gonna listen to what you're talking about. Plain and simple. It's it's just it's that's what it is. Yep. I tuned into two uh, podcasts today. Just have playing on the phone while I'm working away. So yeah, you never know what you pick up, and you just keep going with it. You keep going with it. Now I, I completely understand, Joe. My only concern is. I got kids that I got to take care of right now. So that's oh. my, uh, that's, that's what I stick to my time frame. But, uh, <laughs> but honestly, man, dude, it's been a, it's been a good one. Thank you very much for coming on and sharing. Absolutely. I mean, uh, September 12th and 13th. That's the, yeah, that, so it's a two day event. It was going to be one. It's two day event. Uh, and if you want to work with me, if you want to learn more about what I do, we didn't even talk about the team, the offer, the process and all that stuff that I do with the, the, uh, you know, the business growth strategies, uh, go over to superjoeparto.com and you can learn all about what I do there. I mean, you seem like you're not very stressed out. You put on huge <laughs> events, you, uh, literally overwhelm your own plate, but you don't seem like you're overwhelmed. So you must be doing something right. You know, you try to put a smile on your face all the time and it helps make other people feel comfortable and confident. And like I said, my goal <laughs> is to bring the super out of other people. So if I'm here and I'm looking all stressed out and, and all it's not to say that I don't get stressed out. Like I, I definitely, I definitely do. Cause I definitely do definitely, definitely put too definitely. much on my plate from time to time. And I got to, you know, get some, one of my friends to say, Hey, you know, maybe scale it back a little bit, you know, put some more love into, into the couple of things you got going on before you go run off and do some more things uh, and add them to your book. Like Look, I got books I want to write. I got an Evernote that's like full of book ideas. I just, those take time and effort. So like, I feel like I'll, you're I'll talking around to, it. to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're talking at me right now. I know. Show more love to the things Don't you got. Me. No, yeah, at me. No, it's, it's funny because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm over here. I kept asking myself the question, like, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? And I keep asking myself that. And as I'm writing stuff down in my journal, I realized why are you asking yourself who you are? Like, you know who you are. The question is not who are you, it's who do you want to be? And then and then work towards that. Nice. So I started shifting, you know, my mindset a little bit. And it kind of comes with the same thing. I got so much on my plate and I, I, I look at something and I'm like, oh, that's an opportunity. And, I, and, and I'm hesitant to start something new. And I'm, I keep telling myself the same thing, show love to what you got. So right now we got, we got that uh, Carrier Experience podcast launching September 1st. I'm going to show Ooh. love to my insurance agency and to my new podcast coming out. And that's where the love's gonna be, focus and attention, and and we're gonna build that. We're gonna build that out. So, I Joe, love that. congratulations. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much again for coming on the show. Appreciate your time. Anytime, I gotta get make sure anytime. I get these kids fed. All but right. uh, you, you guys yeah, are both they can on the starve. West Coast, I guess. Like you're we're on the West California? Coast, yeah. Oh, San Diego. Wow. San Diego. That, would, that would explain. Oh, nice. I haven't been to San Diego yet. I want to get there. L.A. and all those towns around L.A. I've been to. Bring the uh, the indie podcast conference out here. We, you know what, that is in the, that was one of the ideas behind renaming it is that we could host events outside of the mid Atlantic. Yeah. So, I was not, thinking that when you were saying that, like you got people in Australia, go to Australia. Why well, we, we, we were supposed to have an event, a sister event oh. down there, but oh, see, there you know, you go. COVID, uh, November, I was supposed to be in the, on the beach in Sydney. Uh, <laughs> sadly, sadly, we are not, that's not a thing right now. Um, so hopefully maybe next year or the year after we'll be able to, to do that. There you go. 
sometime soon when the world gets back to normal. I hope it's coming. so, man. I really All right. hope so. Ladies and gents, I do have to get out of here. So, peace. Bye-bye. And See we're ya, out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.